0: This is the BBC.
1: This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds.
2: Music, radio, podcasts. This episode has some strong language, so if that's not your thing, then please listen to Something Else on BBC Sounds.
0: Asian Network presents Bollywood's Uncovers.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bollywood Uncovered with me, Haroon Rashid. This is a podcast series where I've come to Mumbai to find out what it really takes to be a star in 2020. I'm meeting the people behind the scenes, the people who actually hold the power and the people who are making change among the latest crop of Bollywood stars. Today's episode is called Spilling the Tea. So I hope a lot of tea is going to get spilt today because this episode is not just with two very well-known journalists, but a YouTube sensation of as well My guests today are Pinkville's is Nayandeep Rakshit I have Mostly Sane A.K.A. YouTube Sensation Projecta Kohli And I have Press Trust Press Trust of India Even Journalist Justin Rao Welcome guys hey, thank, you.
0: Thank, you. Thank, thank you Thank you so much
2: Thank you for making time What I want to talk to you about Is how Bollywood And the role of Journalists in Bollywood And the role of YouTubers in Bollywood Has evolved so dramatically Over the last 10 years Nayandeep Just before we began I was saying to you That I remember you From 5 years ago When I first came to Mumbai. We didn't know each other very well then, but I saw this really young, excited boy on that, this backstage at this trailer launch who knew everybody. Man, you name it, whether it was a makeup artist or a spot boy or a manager or a publicist, you knew them. Just summarize your journey and
1: like how you've got to this point. So, you know, um, basically people think that my journey started when I was in Bombay. Um, I came to Mumbai in 2014 and um, I was a student journalist. So yeah, it started back then. So as a kid, I would run and it was easy, you know. Sub-actors, they will come and they'll promote and I'll be this one kid standing out in a crowd because they're like, cute, give me an interview. And and, and that's how I got my way to uh, Bombay. And then of course, by the time I was in Bombay, I knew a few of them. Now I think I know most of them.
2: Projecta, your journey is really interesting because you are... First and foremost, a content creator. You are a very successful YouTuber. As I mentioned earlier, you have nearly 5 million uh, followers or subscribers on YouTube. Over 1.8 million followers on Instagram. Is that the right term? Followers on Instagram? It gets confusing with all these social media platforms. But you're here because more and more recently, I've seen you pop up in videos with Bollywood stars. Mm -hmm. Bollywood is using your platform, your reach, your very hard-working fame that you've built up to market themselves and market their movies to pocket more kind of business themselves?
0: So there's a lot of times when um, there are offers for these movie promotions that come our way when we can tell that, okay, this is a conversation where they only care about the numbers that we have. And I don't believe in the content that they're selling. But when for all the movie promotions that I have done, those are movies or those are stars that I have followed or those are people that I have looked up to. These are also if you see all the conversations, there's hardly anything, anything. It's not. It's not only around the movie. If it's a sketch, then it's comedy. If it's kid comedy, then it's it's a properly written sketch. If it is a conversation, I remember this conversation I had with Nawazuddin Siddiqui. It was all around uh, how not to give up and how to hold on to whatever it is you're doing and going through ups and downs. And then we spoke about the movie in the end. So for me, these conversations matter much more. So that's my takeaway from um, this. So even if they come to me um, uh, because they want to reach out to the numbers that I have, uh I also gain a lot from it. So for me, it's more of a collaboration than letting them use my platform for
2: impact. Isn't there like an element where you feel like you have to give up a certain amount of creative control? Or you tell me, but like when I watch, um, for example, your video with Gargel, where you do a skit where she plays uh, if, if mothers performed like teenagers, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, which I find really entertaining and it's so cool. Yeah. But obviously your skit had to be something to do with yeah. what her movie was going to have to be about. Yeah. And also when you're dealing with celebrities and their entourages, isn't there an element of having to compromise your...
0: You know what the fun part is? There's this uh, one saying in Mumbai that we say a lot uh, in Hindi. It's called chai se zada ketli garam. Which means that the kettle's hotter than the tea. Literal meaning. So it's always the entourage and the managers who are difficult to get through to. But these create, because these are creators. All these actors, they are creators and they know their art and they love their job. They are the funnest to work with, you know. Uh, which is why I'm sure you guys go through that too. When you meet them. Totally. Yeah, when we meet them, we're just like, like Kajol and I hit it off to a new level because she loved that I speak Marathi. Right. And she speaks Marathi. So the the whole kick on of the whole episode was, oh my God, let's talk in Marathi. This is great fun. Also, she's very sporting. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was once recording an interview. Like I was uh, hosting, recording an interview with uh, this one star. And uh, mid interview, he made me run to Starbucks. What? Yeah, so yeah. I, I had to stop the interview, I had to they go to stub. Yeah. I can't, I'm sorry. I will tell you later. <laughs> but also, also my pre- because I was an intern, I used to report to a producer who used to produce the show of the Radio Jockey who would eventually use this interview by its Mere, Mera Awaaz Katke. So I used to edit those interviews where if I've asked you, Nehindeep, how was it working with uh, this director? And you say, it was amazing, I had a lot of fun. Then I cut my answer and I, it was amazing, you had a lot of fun. Is a clip that I play to my radio jockey. So the radio jockey goes, okay, so today we have Nayandeep on the show. Nayandeep, how was it working with this director? Play clip. <laughs> And I've done a lot of these interviews where uh, because they know that uh, it's not my show and I'm not the radio jockey. I'm just an intern recording there. Why is the radio jockey not recording my interview? Why is this intern recording my interview? So a lot of people have been mean to me. And I know them. I'm someone who will remember a vibe. Like if I've had, if you've been mean to me, I will never want to work with you again. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then their movies have come and we have declined saying, I would have to I would have told my team that I don't want to. This wasn't he wasn't a very nice person and I don't Amazing. want to work. Thank you.
2: I remember this one actress when I was an intern, she didn't want to shake my hand. I'm not mentioning <gasps> I'm not mentioning oh. who she is on record at all. Are because actually serious? she's she is really nice now. I'm not saying who she no. is. To Justin oh, Rao, the man who dared to confront Gangana Rinald in a full room of journalists and press and her co-star and her director and a producer who dared to say to her, show me the screenshots. The man who dared to say to her, I never had lunch with you. Mm. Justin Rao, welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm so glad you served me lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm- so let's, let's get straight into that, right? Because uh, you were an overnight sensation. You yeah. were at a press conference for Judgmental Hekia, and Gangana, before you could even ask a question, yeah. Gangana decided to say to you that you have, uh, what was the word she said? What was the word she used? I, I
3: think she said something on the lines that she knows it. <laughs> because I, I was
2: I
0: was just like, What is happening?
2: Yeah, yeah. She said that, yeah. yeah. So as a journalist, when you're doing your job and all of a sudden you're at an event in a very professional capacity and a star turns on you like that, what's going through your mind and how do you handle that situation?
3: You know when I look back like, to be honest I got triggered when she said soj because I think if you're calling someone soj it's, it's a personal attack. You can call my question which would have been a professional attack. And I think I would have taken that because it's a comment on my question which is I mean I'm asking there as a journalist. Oh, when you attack my personality you attack my mentality maybe um, and I hope it does happen to a lot of people going forward and I'm not saying this in a way that you all face what I face but because it it just exposes the powerful people right it just exposes how they are when they're confronted and i think and I think that's very important i the way I behaved is the way I am even otherwise when I 'm drinking vodka or not uh, when I'm attending a pc or not so to me, it did not take a lot of effort to be a certain way just because there were thirty cameras uh, monitoring what is happening
1: you know I face it with one of the one of those actors who actually has the perception of a really good person, decent person. And you were there. I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah I was there. Dhanush. What? Yes. So basically, you know, he was promoting that film, VIP 2, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I was uh, doing a print interview. And it was with Kajol, if I'm not wrong. Uh, so we were given uh, the option of interviewing him for 15, 20 minutes, yeah. I think. I said, it's fine. I'll finish it. So I had a list of questions, okay? And I'm sorry, I'm not disrespecting. I really value it because I think South Indian films are amazing. But I don't have that much knowledge about South. I have not watched South Indian films so much. Imagine, Mm -hmm. I have asked him almost 10 questions about his film, including how was it working with Kajol. Mm -hmm. He said, go ask Kajol. My 10 questions about his film was over in two and a half minutes. Now as a journalist, I had an option or a choice to leave in two and a half minutes. Or make sure that he doesn't feel that there was no conversation. And I carried on with the conversation with questions that came to my mind at the... Impromptu. I just told him that, you know, it's fine. You have signed up for it because you're an actor. But when it comes to your family and it affects your family, does it bother you? He answered it. He didn't walk out like he did in another interview like they showed me later. After the interview is over, he just tells me, So you do realize that we've come here to promote the movie? I said, yeah. He's like, you've not asked me a single question. And thankfully, his manager was sitting right there. I said, but Dhanush, and he said, wait, let me finish. And he was very rude and very, very curt. I said, Okay. You have your day, you have your time. Chalo Bollo. So you So I said, You finish and let me know when you finish. So when he finished, I said, And the manager was sitting, I said, Did I ask him this? Do you remember? He, she was like nodding. I said, These are ten questions. You chose to answer them in two and a half minutes. That's not my problem. And then I said that, I'm sorry if you didn't like the interview. And he's like, no, no, I liked the interview. I said, you don't need to lie, it's fine. <laughs> so I didn't too.
2: But you know, Justin, during that conf- confrontation with Gangana, you used the word intimidating. Don't try and intimidate me yeah. Yeah. because you have a position of power. But aren't yeah. all actors, or aren't we as journalists... When we're really new and fresh starting out, aren't we all a little bit intimidated by the stars? Absolutely. I remember,
3: um, I mean, I'm just four and a half years into journalism, not unlike Nandipu, who's been here since Dinosaur. (laughs) Guess my age. No, but you're right. I remember uh, attending one press conference with Salman Khan. Uh, This was uh, for race, I think. um, I, I think he was jailed briefly. And there was a lot of great pieces which were out that now what's going to happen to to the next upcoming films of Salman Khan? Apparently some 500 800 crores were riding on I him. I remember, yeah. Uh, so my question which I wanted to ask him was, uh, what really went on in your mind when you were jailed, considering the amount of money that's riding on you? And I remember sitting in that PC with uh, with Priyanka, who's now my wife. Um, we got the mic, and I, and I held the mic. And I really wanted to either ask this or ask a very safe question, because... Um, more than the star I think it's it's the entourage which we were talking about that True. you're really scared of yeah mm, it, it can have really damaging effects to your career especially when you're newbie especially if you're coming from a f- from an organization which may not back you I'm very privileged that I have PTI who's, who's having my back True. but imagine if I was from a very new upcoming pa- uh, mm. digital streaming platform I wouldn't have been able to ask that and I remember taking that mic still contemplating if I should ask Salman Khan about yeah. and I did and I remember the you MC. You did. You did. Yeah, he did. He okay. did. did. Oh, this way it gets juicy. Okay. <laughs> I did, and I remember I was being stopped by the by the anchor, the MC. He said, "You cannot ask. You ca- you cannot. You cannot. You cannot." And there were people who sort of stood up for me. I don't know why people stand up for me. I do all these things. <laughs> but, um, but then I did ask, and uh, Salman did answer. He gave a one-line answer, which of course made headlines. You know, I think Salman Khan was pretty cool answering that, and I and I want to give him full credit live yeah, here. Yeah, he, he did answer. And that was it. I asked, he answered. But the people around him were sort of so finicky that, oh, my Chai God. Ke-
0: yeah.
1: yes. I
3: <laughs> and I remember being told by so many people that, oh, my God. And I thought,
0: so that's what I'm saying. I feel like, you know, when, when the whole intimidation part comes, it's not just the journalist or the creator and the actor. It's also our audiences. We are a country that's been worshipping Bollywood for years yes. now. Yeah like there are temples of rajnikanth that you have in south india people get
2: the day off work when Rajnikanth films release yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. and uh, if you're on yeah. tv you're a big deal yeah. if you come on screen so we're a country we're a country of people who have been worshipping Bollywood stars I've been worshipping I feel like that's a lot of intimate. that's also where a lot of intimidation comes from where like you said a lot of times you want to ask that question but you are worried how how is the audience going to take it because because mm-hmm. then that is going to affect you eventually so it's not always the stars or the people who are intimidating you it's also yeah. your audience
3: so Especially is there a hierarchy
2: of course there, there's, there's it, a big hierarchy okay explain the,
3: explain the hierarchy yeah, just so tell you been, I'll tell you because I've, I've been new in this more than these two um, I remember coming here and for for the first one year being completely overwhelmed by what I was watching I mean here there were these senior star editors um, then there were the lesser ones and then the lesser ones and the lesser ones and the hierarchy works Haroon in a way that where um, the, the star editors are right at the front the star editors editors, yeah. Yeah. editors. Yeah. 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 across platforms digital yeah. TV and print and right back are the cameramen yeah okay and that's how that's how the hierarchy is uh, the further you sit the more popular influential or wanted you are at an yeah. event and i remember coming here to bombay from nagpur small town have this big idea of covering bollywood and i was so afraid to even sit on the fourth fifth row because i thought this is not my place that these are like all senior people it took me i think 4 years to eventually reach the fourth or fifth seat oh, uh, i'm not i'm not yet in the second one
1: BBC Three's adaptation of Sally Rooney's international bestseller is finally here.
2: I did used to think that I could read your mind at times. Maybe that's normal. It's not. And
1: we're obsessed with normal people. Join me, Ivana Lynch. And me, Riyadh Khalif, as we focus on conversations sparked by the series. The universal themes of love,
3: relationships, growing up and finding yourself as a young adult, especially in a small town in West Ireland.
1: Plus, we'll be joined by members of the cast and super fans of the book and series. Obsessed with normal people. Download and subscribe now on
2: BBC Sounds.
1: This is Bollywood Uncovered.
2: Nandib, no, totally. I watched your interview with Seth that you just yeah. uploaded. And man, your second or third question was, so tell me about your divorce with Amrita Singh. I mean, that is not, th- he probably was not ready for that question at that no, point. No, I think
1: he probably was. His team wasn't. Or maybe even if his team wasn't, they didn't have the guts <laughs> to come and tell me that. But you listen, know why? Because Seth mm. is somebody who you can ask anything. Yes, mm. that is I what I, I was coming to. He's so
0: much yeah. fun. My latest video with him. Um, so I've done two videos with Sev, and I've done one episode with Karina. Yeah. Um, so between these two videos, I shot with Karina, and uh, and he shot the whole video with me. That video did well. Um, so many people that I respect in the creator community came up to me and they're like, "Listen, your video with Sev." And I was like, "Yes, it's a winner." Um, and then I shot with Karina. So Karina sent him a picture of us digging dirt, and then I met him again, and then I told him that you know you probably think that I make really bad content, and he was like, "Yeah." You know, you make really bad content, and that's where that's where I went. I said, but you should be okay with it. You did humshakals,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> and why? he was like, <laughs> I said, but you too should be fine. And he was like, Uh huh, mm-hmm, that's right. And then the whole tone of the interview changed, which is why I love filming videos with him, where he's so bashful, but at the same time he takes jokes and he's damn cool, and he's so funny so in the same time. Know, Very aware. So, yeah.
2: at what point in your careers do you feel like you have the ability? To say no, to say this is not what I'm about. This is not what I want to do. We went through that phase. We were talking about yeah. where you're new and you're a little bit intimidated, and you just like. I remember. I'll give you. I'll give you guys a, a story without naming any names.
1: Oh no! <laughs> but I was, Another blind item.
2: No, I was on the sets of this movie, so you now you can whittle it down to film shot in the UK, and uh, it was shot in a. Countryside, you know, the country, you kn- mm, you know yeah. why we to say yeah. countryside? So it was shot in the countryside. It was uh, I was there at 3am on a farm and uh, I had been waiting for about six hours. So I had driven four hours to get to this shoot. It was an exclusive on-set location piece. And the actress in the film was lovely. And she's still one of my favourite people in this industry. And I absolutely love her. And she did the interview and she was really cool. Maybe because she was newer, she didn't have as much ego about her. The actor promised to do the interview, which is the reason I waited an extra four hours from 11pm to 3am. His manager is is there and I'm saying, look, I actually really need to head back because I need to get back to London by Mm -hmm. the morning. And so can we do the interview now? And he's sitting behind her. He can hear this conversation. He's eating a plate of food and she goes, he's eating and he won't do the interview. And on that drive back to London, I made the decision that this ends here.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's when you know what you're bringing to the table. Um, like, f- I can I I really can't comment on journalists and how because I'm learning so many new things and all this conversation, I'm just like oh my god this happens I did not know about it. Um, but as a creator, I think uh, that I understand that there is a reason I want to do this collaboration and I understand that there is a reason that they want this to be a collaboration at all in the first place and I know that I'm what, what I'm bringing to the table if I am spending um, hours writing a concept and uh, scripting it out and then sending it for approval then it's a proper collaboration where I want to know what they think. if that is the number of hours I'm putting in then I know what I'm bringing to the table I know that there's going to be a reach that I'm going to be giving them that I know there's going to be it's a deal oh, it, it is it is a It is. yeah it's, An thing, no? it is then, yeah yeah
2: People really underestimate how much work is involved in this in this profession, and and you included it as a content creator. Like all people see is that finished interview at the end of the line. They have True. no idea. No one talks about how transcribing. Much, how much chasing goes into actually fixing the interview? Then how much pressure is on the, the actual logistics of filming yeah. it? You know, but you're right. Uh, Bollywood journalists are never taken seriously. True. I mean, they are not even
3: journalists. I come from a family where my father himself is a journalist and he he covers he like, hardcore political journalist. And I remember when I first broke the news stream, it was very cool that, oh, yeah, please be a film journalist. But people around him, like, what? Your son is going to cover Bollywood? Because it's not, like, what do you cover Bollywood, right? We just write Who's Sleeping With Who? (laughs) Uh,
0: I don't, uh, I feel like, see, again, the struggles are so different. Uh, For me, it's always, it's always, the struggle is not sorting the interviews out because a lot of these... Uh, They're coming
2: <laughs> to you. Which is, I am very grateful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very grateful for that.
3: But Rajat, does it, does it happen? Sorry. No, no, please, no, no, please. please. But does it happen that because you're a YouTuber, right? Um, a social media creator. It's a very fairly new branch. Yeah. Uh, do you have to explain to people what do you oh, do? all the time. And how like, does that when go? I,
0: when I started doing this, uh, I remember everyone used to ask me, so... Uh, what do you do? I said I'm a YouTuber. They like, said no, no, like what do you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like for money. I said yes. I am a YouTube content creator. So I couldn't explain it to people. As to how this works. Because then the whole. How does monetization work. What is AdSense. All of that happens. Yeah. and it's a very long conversation. I've said it too many times. <laughs> so then I just like all the. I used to look at age. What age the person is at. And what sort yeah. of uh, mm. exposure they have. And I used to tell them accordingly. If it was like aunties. Like really older aunties. I would just tell them that I work with YouTube. <laughs>
1: yeah. And
0: they'd be very happy. Oh she works with Google. all that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> then later I feel like now as a profession because we have more and more creators coming on the platform and it Hmm. has become a thing and my US visa reads occupation YouTuber so it's (laughs) it's as legit as it gets (laughs) (laughs) Um, I still have people slightly asking me so how much money you make every month I said, just because i'm a youtuber it does not make it okay for you to ask me ask me how i make the money how monies are generated on the platform don't ask me how much in mm. but um yeah for me the struggle with interviews is always finding a conversation point which is not only around the movie
2: but like so, so let's see it from uh how i see for example the trailer for your series the the uh what's it called something fit pretty fit pretty fit right so when i saw the trailer for that I'm like, how did Project Dab get Kareena Kapoor to go to the farm? Like, how does, mm. I, if I said to her manager, hey, I've got a great interview idea. I want to take <laughs> Karina Kapoor to the farm. No matter how good friends Nayandeep is with her. I can't do it. He ain't getting, he's not getting her to the farm. I am not getting her to the farm. Justin is not getting her to the farm. But you can. I'll tell you what.
0: I feel like everyone understands Then now everything is going digital. As, a, uh, as creators and as their teams, I feel like they understand that this is where all the eyeballs are right now.
2: But the dynamic has changed, hasn't it? Like since even since the last time I came to Mumbai, which was three years ago, the dynamic has changed so much that YouTubers and celebrity interviews with YouTubers was just not a thing three yeah. years ago, right? Let's Influencer
0: say, marketing wasn't a thing.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: But
1: is that a bit of a threat for you? Of Nayindir? course. Oh. Rajita Kohli, you're stealing me of, and robbing me of my job. Can I be honest? I think with uh, even actors starting their own YouTube channels today, they're also doing the stuff, same stuff that we do for Pingvilla or for uh, Miss Malini or for whatever. But aren't they trying right. to cut journalists out the The equation. point is that if you're an actor and you have a channel of your own and you're like doing a game, you're doing what you're cooking in your uh, kitchen or oh, you're I, doing what's in my I bag understand what on, video on, video on your video. own channel, why would you do that with a pink villa? I, I just don't get it. And also, like I said, that there are very few journalists from this generation who I feel will make the cut. And because the number is very few and far in between, what is happening today is that journalism somehow is going to cease to exist. I,
0: just, I am just making funny skit videos every Thursday, guys. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Justin, do Justin, <laughs> you get where I'm coming from?
3: Totally. I think it's a legit fear. Just today I was talking to, to someone about what Nandeep mentioned. I think journalism is not dying it is dead oh we it is dead we're me. walking corpses are we yeah, yeah totally we are white walkers uh we are in a stage where it's stagnant true uh, it's completely i don't know i don't remember any great print story or any great online story that i read i don't know and this is Bollywood that i'm talking about i remember her videos though and i remember his videos and i remember two three other videos that i saw i don't remember reading a story
2: um I think it's worrying and how it's worrying for yeah. people who want to write. When yeah. it comes to like when it comes to the promo window for a film, right? When it comes to a promo window of a film, there is time now set aside for content creators that earlier would have been set aside for journalists. So <laughs> some films might do promo with the content creator but put aside the journalist completely. Um when it when you're at a space like that, how do you make sure you don't compromise on your journalism? It's like for example, I can either become more uh tame in my style of questioning how that's, do you make sure you that's don't a
3: fear factor that you deal with almost with every interview it happens all the time like when you sit for interviews you have to really sort of play with your stats like if i ask this particular star this question and if he does get pissed off how is it going to hamper me i mean you have to really value your stakes all the time you have to
1: just gauge. The PRs, suppose you're handling fift, uh, 15 other people and you've pissed off one actor who's their client, there are times when the PR will not even give time for the other three or the four who are big yeah. stars and that happens. But I think and I mean, the if, point
3: you, if, you, if you're if you there in a room to ask, you better ask. I mean, there's yeah, no other option. Yeah, like why your
1: you a journalist then? Yeah.
3: I mean, Nayandeep and I can really go and ask anything that we want. Uh, uh, PRs we can ask, huh, by the even
1: way. Even
3: a quote unquote <laughs> controversial question because we come from a very privileged backing of our respective companies. True. But I remember this one incident where um a young reporter, very very feisty reporter asked a question which made a male actor, a massive star really uncomfortable because it got his truth out. <gasps> and he was another blind item this is, and, what is this? Uh, and I remember. But tell us no I will, totally there. after this interview. <laughs> and. Uh, we need to write a list of all these yeah, Record that.
1: conversations are amazing. And this guy
3: <laughs> did something so brave. And I wanted, I mean, as a journalist, I was chasing that one event where this actor comes. I'm going to take the mic and ask him. I missed that event. And this this young reporter, out of the blue, in in, in this beard of star editors and whatnot, goes and starts the microphone to the actor's face and, like, and he did ask that question.
0: Can you tell us the question?
3: No, okay. it's a big giveaway. Okay. But the actor's response sort of gave massive headlines and that really got me so jealous and excited. I remember meeting the reporter the other day and I went up to him and I said, great, good job, You're so proud of you. And he told me, yeah, thank you, but I think I'm in trouble. I said, why? He said, my boss has called me like 20 times because the actor made phone calls to the editor. Oh. And he was scared for his job. Because he dared to ask that one question. So Harun, it's really about where you come from. I can True. sort of ask Salman Khan a tough, quote-unquote, tough question and get away and still talk about journalism here with you. But maybe that guy will never ask again. Everybody has a different so, situation. So that's where we are coming at. This culture of silencing. Like people will go on YouTube and watch that star's reaction. And maybe like lots of people on Twitter will share it. That like, Great, great. Yeah. But then no one gets to know what happened to the
2: guy who dared to ask. Finally then. I just want to ask very briefly, what's the one thing you'd like to see change in the relationship between your you guys and your job roles, so whether that's a journalist or a content creator or journalist and the industry itself? What's the one thing that you'd like to see change?
0: I feel like one of the biggest changes that are already happening is the is the um handshake between Bollywood and the digital medium, mm. the fact that Absolutely. yeah. The fact that now they want to collaborate. The fact that now you have so much content, which is where there's so much cross-promotion happening. Um, 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 I feel like that is a massive change. Nobody saw that happening. Especially, again, I stand by the fact that I said um, that we are a country that has been worshipping Bollywood and Bollywood stars. So for a country like India, um, getting content, conversations to a point where now these two industries sort of work side by side where you have a digital platform where all of con- all of this happens but you also have a Bollywood working with them I think is a massive yeah. I would like that to keep happening
3: Justin don't silence journalists and get a sense of humor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really get a sense of humor and
1: just because we are Bollywood journalists we are we are a in call we are not uh, for the longest time I feel that we have not been respected okay, our voices have been silenced because they feel that we don't have the experience or the age to speak. Tomorrow, if I'm at a power of position, if I'm an editor, whatever, etc., X, Y, Z, and I'm 35, and I see a 21-year-old who's more talented, who's uh, more informed and creative than me, I will not fear saying that he's better than me or she's better than me. That's one. And secondly, I do uh, agree with what he said that if everybody can be a little less serious, we love watching Jimmy Kimmel's show, right? But will our actors do what they do, what the actors do on sh- on their point, show? Point. Uh, will the same actors who go on those shows and do what they do there, do it for an Indian show? Yeah. I I bet they won't. Yeah. Why this discrimination? They're so guarded when they're doing interviews with us. Hmm. I think they suddenly become like a free bird. Okay, let's do something, let's do well, guys, um, I've had an
2: absolute pleasure talking yeah. to three Same you three, yeah. and we could have talked for so much longer. As I well. have just ah. learned so much. No, it's been amazing. Projector, so many names to be dropped. Nayandeep <laughs> and Justin, thank you so I much for the joining. I was the only
1: me. one naming, and I was not even having tea. Yeah, no, you, the loads the tea of
2: tea, tea has been spilled today. truth yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Loads of blind <laughs> tea,
2: I think, has been, been spilled today. One. <laughs> That was Prajakta Kohli, Nayandeep Rakshit, and Justin Rao talking to me, Haroon Rashid for Bollywood Uncovered. Thank you for listening to the episode and please subscribe to the full series if you haven't already because you don't want to miss next week's episode. Dr. Siddhant Bergava is Bollywood's go-to body doctor. His client list boasts of A-listers including Alia Bhatt, Rambir Kapoor and Katrina Kaif and he was the man behind Sara Ali Khan's incredible weight transformation. Sid knows what his stars are eating and exactly when. So if you think about it, I actually know what Sarah's eating on Monday and I actually know what is eating on Tuesday at
3: 6pm. That's how precise I get, which nobody else actually does. So I'm actually divulging
2: uh, my, my, my trade secrets <laughs> with, with, with people, but this is what I do. If you want all the industry secrets on how everyone looks amazing all the time, then this episode is for you. Make sure you download it.
1: Bollywood's Uncovers.
0: April 2020. I was due to film a new TV series. However, like much of the UK, I was instead confined to my home. With some unexpected time on my hands, I decided to experiment with my first ever podcast series.
2: Grounded with Louis Theroux.
0: So I've tracked down some famous, mysterious and controversial people that I've always wanted to talk to. We'll discuss the lockdown, but also dig deep into their past life experiences to find out how they became
2: who they are today. Grounded with Louis Theroux. Listen on BBC Sounds.